0: Tintaglia Tintaglia You are so blue As blue as my boyfriend's skinny jeans You are so blue
1: Tintaglia Tintaglia Tentaglia
0: Why won't you save
2: My sister My heart Is it because She's rude Oh Tentaglia You
1: are So blue
3: The song is called Uh Dragons Can't Wear Skinny Jeans. And uh it was from listener Jessica, uh, who subtitled it The Hot New Single from Hipster Selden. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it was love you, Jessica. It was like a nice little emo <laughs> it was hipster. So awesome. Yeah, it had a thing. It had a vibe.
3: Yeah. It was wonderful. Play, that it plays in all the coffee shops.
2: On <laughs> <laughs> there is one.
3: <laughs> it's called Tintaglia. It's
2: it's, it's what the Ludlucks did with um, Amber's bead shop because they weren't going to leave it a fucking bead shop now, were they?
3: No, they don't big know. Big Ted does have big coffee, I hear.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> all right. <gasps> Welcome to Buckkeep Radio. We're coming to you from Inside the Walls. This is episode 40, Ship of Destiny, Chapters 30 through 34, and I'm Rachel, a rereader. I'm Alyssa, a rereader. I'm Jenny and I'm a new reader.
5: I'm Eli and I'm a new reader.
2: I'm Elena, I'm a new reader. And I'm
3: Ashley and I'm a new reader.
0: And we're all tired.
3: <laughs> well, we have uh i have one shout out to hammer Garumi for getting my star trek joke my voyager joke in the last episode (laughs) live long and prosper thank you one person elena (laughs) promised me one person would get it And,
2: and 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 see how and they let you know and i appreciate i appreciate that too because i think it made rachel really happy that at least one of our listeners has that crossover interest Thank you. <laughs> Sob bless.
3: <laughs> All right. Um, we do have, uh, you know, our ongoing uh, parade of content warnings. So we have uh, Chapter 30 is going to have more gaslighting. Chapter 32 will involve painful conversations about Althea's rape. Uh, and people will be defending Kenneth, which is pretty hard to deal with. I and totally travel-
5: glossed over it.
3: Oh, great. Perfect. Good. <laughs> and chapter thirty-four uh has romantic scenes uh involving a minor.
1: Mm.
0: Thanks, Robin. Thank you.
3: Yeah. All right. Chapter
0: thirty Good times. Chapter thirty. Us. Go It's called Convergence. Amber is finished carving a Voldemort over Paragon's face <laughs> and he refuses to look at it yet. She spent literally 50 hours on it through wind and weather, and he won't pay her and says it's good for her exposure. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when you were a kid and having an earring in one ear meant you were gay, but it was like that one ear and no one could agree which one it was, like the left one or the right ear. Which one is it? Are you gay? But whatever one it is, Amber made an earring for the gay ear and Paragon is gay. Speaking of, he is very curious about the man that he is being carved to look like, but Amber is giving nothing away. Quote, but sometimes, in the brushing touch of her fingers, he glimpsed the man she saw in her mind. Now I'm layer upon layer, Paragon said, like an ogre. Ogres are like onions. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Wow. They brainstorm a better name for him, such as Dragon and Dragon at Law. Business cards are being printed as they speak. Brashen approves of Paragon's new hotness and dead-on winks at him as he says, Nice earring, very handsome. Ugly nose, though. Why the axe? And Amber is like, I'm tired. Go away. (laughs) Paragon and Amber take turns being mystical at Brashen until he says, I am so simple. You're wigging me out, please. I am just a man. The Satrap is bargaining competently, and Captain Red and I are mouth-breathing in shock through this whole segment. Through the simple task of consulting the stakeholders to put their needs into the offer, Malta does this. Sounds good. Kenna <laughs> is watching the approach of the Motley and daydreaming about how much of an ass he is, and I pretty much skim this whole section about gaslighting and bullshit and no unbelieving women, even Jess. Jack. So instead of summarizing this bit because I couldn't give a half of an ass about his point of view anymore, I want y'all to join me and close your eyes and pretend this segment is from Althea's perspective. Quote, Jack was always at her side. The winter wind blew their hair and Jack's bright skirts and brought color to their faces. Jack was a stunning woman, tall, fair, and bold. And if you want to see sapphic fanart of this, please Venmo me. I'm easy to find. (laughs) (laughs) Althea is res- wrestling with a lot. Besides the obvious, vivacious is like, don't you love me even though I am dragon or dragons? Do I need to pretend for you? And Althea is like, what the fuck? Of course I love you. I just want a shred of comfort and familiarity. And they too are watching the Motley's approach. And Vivacia asks if Althea also feels and notices the young woman on the approaching ship. I feel nothing, Althea replied and wished it were so. Just as Vivacia feels her, every serpent around town feels Malta too. She <laughs> let a random man do her hair and makeup, which I guess. She calls it a transformation, <laughs> which is way more delicate than how I would have described it. <laughs> Althea recognizes Malta. Wintro's like, Malta? Kenneth says, Who's Malta? Kenneth's charm says, You're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Malta doesn't care about any of this and just wants to see Daddy Kyle. But Rutro, even past Althea and Wintro's group pug, there is no papa to be had. So that was all for nothing. Quote, then the ship spoke, and in vivacious voice was a timbre that she had heard before. Winton Taglius spoke to her through the dream box. Then it says, quote, a terrible recognition of kinship swept through Malta, which is exactly the way I feel when anyone says hello to me at work. <laughs> vivation names Malta Dragon Friend a title I now bequeath to Rachel. You're welcome. No need to thank. Me.
4: I really particularly love that it was like upgraded because we saw Dragon Friend as hyphenated previously, but now it's Capital D Capital F Dragon Friend
3: mm-hmm. on the DF, as they say. I mean, lots of cool things happen in this chapter, but I could talk like for five hours about one particular thing.
4: I have, I have, spoiler comments to be had.
3: Later. Is it considered a spoiler yet? If all eyes are now know. on Elena, well,
4: well not even not just Elena. Know. We might have. We also might have yeah, listeners, listeners that are like, new yeah. readers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: This is an all spoiler podcast. <laughs> Did you forget other people outside. All published books and novellas are fair game.
2: <laughs> Dan. Fine. What am I not getting? Fine. No, it's,
4: it's fine. I, I don't. It's for the spoilers. Well, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Elena, worry. it's not something you would get. Yeah, It's,
1: it's okay. <laughs> okay. You would You would need to have
4: read probably the previous trilogy. all three of the other books in order to...
2: Gotcha. Yeah. it's yeah. So But if not, we have people
4: who are new readers and hadn't read this yet, then I would like to discuss it in the spoiler section. Okay.
2: Happening.
6: But if you would like to stay for the spoiler section and find out what we're talking about, you may. <laughs> At least for that part.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Did Alyssa have more to read, or was that it? That was, okay, the that end. was it. That was it. Rachel okay. has a new title. Dragon,
0: Dragon
4: friend. friend. But you have to whisper it to her.
0: I will privately. Dragon friend. Dragon
3: friend. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> So does this mean that in the dream box, it wasn't Tintaglia all the time that was talking to her, or are we just talking about how it is a dragony voice? It was a dragon. I, I took it as dragon. Dragony, dragon-y voice. voice. Okay.
6: Yeah. Dragon through Wizard Wood. The Whichever dragon
5: the... she happened to be breathing.
0: Oh, get it, Timber Wizard Wood. The timber <laughs> of the voice. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank
4: you. <laughs> Was it in this chapter where Rain was, like, too ashamed to say, where, I don't know when it was, when he was like, oh, shit, the dream boxes have wizard wood in it, but he was too ashamed to say it out loud. He's just like, yeah, it's this
0: Oh,
5: this thing. is just like the wizard wood. Oh, shit.
4: <laughs> We've been breathing
5: you. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm just gonna I'm just
4: not. We, gonna
5: say that. we spoke you sometimes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> that might have been last section. I think that
6: was last section.
3: Yeah.
6: Um, I'm annoyed that Malta still cares about Kyle.
3: Well, but Malta, I has mean, I understand why she cares about Kyle, but... Yeah, and she was Daddy's girl for a while before she got a personality.
2: Yeah. and she's given up on like every other dream she has so it's <laughs> like that's one thing she's like well maybe I can still find my dad and salvage something from this piece of shit mis- mission and my piece of shit life. He
5: did buy her like a $100,000 hooker dress.
2: <laughs> Althea
3: <laughs> bought true. the fabric. Yeah Althea bro that was Althea's yeah, fabric that she And
0: she Malta used the color meant for Althea to make her own hooker dress. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The green, right? We're entering clearly the downhill trajectory in terms of speed, right? Like we are, yeah, the yeah. Toilet paper <laughs> roll, <For sure>. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or the toilet paper roll, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> I don't. don't I personally <laughs> don't suddenly feel the need to start just pulling hanks of toilet paper out when it gets towards the end, but maybe that
4: It's not that you're pulling more when it gets to the end, it's that it goes faster when it gets to the end, because it doesn't have as oh, far to stretch shorter. around to make a full I see. circumference around the roll. It has to be explained.
6: Mm-hmm. To- I that's feel like good, it's more like you just dropped metaphor. it and it rolled across the floor. It's- <laughs> <laughs> now you're stuck.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: like, it's just it just keeps going, and it's a lost cause.
3: Oh, it is a no, beautiful metaphor, a- Eli. A beautiful metaphor for this novel. <laughs> I think that we've spent
6: more time describing it as toilet paper than we have talking yeah. about this chapter.
4: But, well, it's a good segue for our sponsor, Cottonelle, with the puppy toilet paper. <laughs> the green aloe kind. If they would like to send any to me for free, I would
3: say. <laughs> I mean, it's still COVID time, so we were just, like, thinking people are going to send it. That's the Patreon level.
6: All right. <laughs> Maybe if you call yourself Dragon Friend.
3: It's not a dollar. You have to send me a roll of toilet paper and then then only then can you see the video of me dancing to Phantom of the Opera.
0: <laughs> can I borrow some stamps? Dragon.
3: Yes. Well I w while it says Dragon Friend, that's the uh secret account <laughs> <laughs> on OnlyFans or whatever the fuck. I don't know. All right. I have nothing else to say about this chapter, so
6: good. stuff happens
3: cool yeah yeah well at least jack is trying to be a good friend maybe
4: was she the, no the, in
3: version. Well,
6: I,
2: okay jack, I, I think jack's like maybe still skeptical but willing to be like you know what just in case i'm gonna stand by you and make sure it doesn't happen again and like yeah. that's you know the only
4: reason i could think of for jack to not to believe Althea or to not verbalize her belief of Althea was as like, maybe to protect them both of like, Hey, I'm not going to be the one that's also pointing a finger at Kenneth because then they might just slit both of our throats. Mm. Mm. We could try and give her
6: that benefit of the doubt.
4: Yeah. I don't really think that's the (laughs) case, but. We have a lot to say today. You guys chatty group.
3: Oh, I can I can move on to chapter thirty one. Sorry,
2: I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we know we got to pick up that slack. All right, got it. It's a good thing you had the first chapter. Yeah, you read yeah, it. beautifully perfect. End of the toilet paper for her. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: get to eat the crunchy
6: please,
3: please stick around for spoiler section though, because
4: yeah, that's where
6: the
3: bulk Uh-oh. of our discussion. <laughs> all right fine i just
4: thought you meant because it'd be drunken rants from melissa oh yeah no that's 100 percent.
3: that too i want more (laughs) i want more involved descriptions of jack's beautiful skirts and her hair in the wind
0: oh let me open a different word document
3: (laughs) (laughs) chapter
1: 31
3: all right i it's called bargaining chips So dragon friend Malta begins this chapter wishing that Vivacia would stop trying to talk to her so that Kennet, an obvious villain, won't notice her. Thankfully, the satrap makes everything about him and Kennet and Cosgo do a whole Cuomo and de Blasio in the same room thing. And this is a really funny joke if you're a New Yorker. (laughs) And just as in real life, it is stupid and doesn't hold my interest. So (laughs) Althea reminds her relatives to be chill and leaves with the rest of the people who will decide the plot. So left behind, Althea and Jack are still by the fingerhead. Althea hopes Malta knows who she's dealing with, gets scolded by Vivatia for disparaging Kenneth, And when asked why Vivatia, who she called a dragon friend, gets a non-answer, they think it's Cosgo, but it was Malta. So Althea realizes that Vivatia is pretty much at Kenneth's mercy and pities her for in her inability to just demand everyone do her bidding, as a dragon would do and how she has to flatter and cajole kennett to help her but this bee doesn't believe althea and thinks Kenneth is great so i also don't care about this anymore they discuss <laughs> Kenneth for a bit more how vivatia plans to get Kenneth to help her with the serpents jex suggests that maybe Kenneth would be in for payment later from the serpents but vivatia knows that she can't order the serpents to do anything and none of them can think of any of tempting kennett with anything that he wants as it seems he already has everything that he wants i still like althea's suggestion that vivatia open her seams and dump everyone in the ocean <laughs> 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 Moving to so Kenneth's quiet. point of view, we learn that he's annoyed that Etta isn't there, even though he sent her away because Etta wouldn't have had to been told to set up a sitting area and fetch refreshments, which Winthrop is failing at. Almost as if the expectations for someone like Winthrop are entirely different than for someone like Etta. But I digress. Kennet waves his stump at Malta to try to scare her, but she doesn't care. The sea trap thinks that it's really gross because he's Jamalian, a country full of mistreated slaves and people with physical disfigurements are bad or something, whatever, I'm over Jamalia too. So initial volleys are thrown. Kennet has been warned by Captain Red to beware Malta's smart brain. He tries to throw her off by reminding her that he had taken the vivatia from her father because he had turned the ship against him by shipping slaves. It's a small hit, but we'll see if Malta is lured into cooperating for the sake of her father. Meanwhile, Brashen awakens in his bunk, dreaming of Althea. Paragon is singing. He's in a great mood, and it's rubbing off on the crew. They're making great time back to Divi Town. Mother has been reading Paragon his logs. I have questions. Beyond that, it <laughs> seems Paragon has been doing some self-reflecting and come to a decision. Quote, I can take all of my pasts. I don't have to be what anyone made me. I can be Paragon. During this conversation, Clef cites Jameleon ships. He calls them Jamaican ships. <laughs> So I guess the elves are silent. Brash is <laughs> cautious. These could be potential <laughs> allies against Kenneth or more enemies on their journey to rescue Althea. Then we jump to Wintrow's point of view. He's sitting in at the negotiations, helping to write the document that will record the agreement between the Satrap and Kennet. Wintrow thinks patronizingly about how well Malta is doing, but the Satrap begins rapid, becomes rapidly bored with the proceedings, and Malta's careful machinations are being undermined by advantages to Kennet. Eventually, while discussing how the Satrap will be ransomed back to his nobles, the call of sails is heard. They have also spotted Jamilian ships. Kennet is not threatened. He calls for a flag to be hoisted aloft. He trusts that his custody of the satrap, his seasoned pirates, and his personal serpent army will get him exactly what he wants. He orders Wintro to escort Malta and the satrap to Althea's room and Wintro takes them there.
0: What if sales is like not what we think it is and they all go shopping? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Outlet shopping. Outlets,
0: I know. At
6: the jamelian Outlet Mall. Mm-hmm. That's sort of scene from
4: the scene from Daria when they're driving yes. in their cars on the highway and she does the little hanger symbol. Outlet,
3: outlet shopping. Oh, <laughs> uh, the cultural touchstones of our youth. So <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get it. Malta's cool. She's like, you know. Wearing a pencil skirt and walking around a big table, and <laughs> <laughs> men are listening to her. I mean, I get it. It's just like the men that are listening to her. I would rather what like read a scene of them drowning in the ocean. But
4: yes. Well, and she kind of loses control of things pretty quickly too. I mean,
3: yeah. Kenneth, it,
4: it just it becomes like a grab bag of like what would you like, and he just starts laying it all out. King so.
3: Kenneth, King Kenneth, which. It's difficult to say. King Kenneth. Not my king. Yeah.
6: (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to care when you know that none of these negotiations are going anywhere.
3: (laughs) Well, I mean, Wintrow is writing them down, Jenny. True. Right?
4: I love when (laughs) (laughs) he's like, oh shit, sales. I don't know. I I felt like
2: the uh, the juice of this whole chapter was... um, you know malta for like for me mm-hmm. it was just like she's doing well and she's you know her family's like oh she's kind of an adult now <laughs> it's set up for what happens in chapter 34 being okay
3: <laughs> well she seems so much older than wintro and he's
2: the oldest that's true yeah. Well, she's she's basically done like 10 years of living in the last like 10 months. Yeah. So. And he has he, like I mean,
3: the gall to be like, "Wow, little Malt is doing okay." It's like, "You know what, Winter, I'll go fuck yourself. What have you accomplished?" <laughs> he taught someone to read. He lost a
0: finger.
5: We we feel like he's grown up so much, but he's I mean, in his core, he's pretty similar to he's always been. Yeah. He's he's been he's... superior to everyone. I'm thing.
3: disappointed in Wintrow's growth. I feel like he was on a trajectory and then he just decided to become Ken's lackey.
4: Right. Yeah. You can't grow if you're under somebody's thumb.
2: Peg. <laughs> <laughs> Peg he decided to become a, a plot later. facilitator instead of a like one of the main characters. Yeah,
3: be the main character in your own life, Wintrow. Come on.
2: Yeah, and so whereas Malta was like, I'm a, I'm gonna take it. Like she walks in in the middle of fucking book two and says, I'm gonna be a main character now. I'm taking it, yep. and it's kind of impressive to be honest.
6: I mean, she she won up who was just like, I'm gonna be a character.
0: Anyone can <laughs> <anyone>. want <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have. Slides. I don't know that
5: anyone can one up Selden's growth.
3: <laughs> Is that his like physical growth? His actual his physical dragon-ness? growth. <laughs> He's like nine feet tall a little baby head on top of a long yeah. neck.
4: He came strutting down a <laughs> runway with little dragon scale sequins on and was like, this shit is my, this is my show.
3: You guys, I'm thinking of that TikTok <laughs> meme with the song, the like, I'm a boss bitch song. And then like the people <laughs> coming down the runway. <sighs> Someone do that. I, I'm I don't have TikTok. Just send it to me. You don't have TikTok? You got rid of it? I got rid of it because I was watching it for like three hours a night until like four o'clock in the morning. See this is why I did not get TikTok.
5: You you started showing me videos and I was like, I can't start this. It can't happen. After
3: (laughs) that after
4: that last time, Rachel, that you and I were exchanging TikToks, I deleted it after that because I was like, It's fucking like three thirty in the morning. TikTok is I don't know what day it is.
0: It's a song by Kesha. It just came out last year. What are you all talking about?
4: I actually really love Kesha.
0: Kesha's the fucking bomb. She really
3: does. Can vouch. Mm-hmm. I love
4: female pop music, though, so... What is? Um, I used the phrase, to write that hoisted single. It
3: aloft, so do I don't get any credit for that.
4: You get your sailor's patch. Congratulations. Thank
3: you. <laughs> Permission to move on to chapter 36. <laughs> I still... I yeah, yeah, wish well...
5: hearty.
4: I just wanted to say one thing about Clef. Oh yeah. one, yes. One well two things. One, he may have said Jebaian because he took Spanish and in Spanish the double L is a yeah <laughs> and it's a Y sound. Okay. Two <laughs> We got that little tidbit about Clef fucking talking to dragons and then nothing ever came of it. And it's not like we get a lot of FaceTime with Clef anyway, yeah. so like when is that gonna come back up? He's or was that just
2: like just... a little like, like a some little people are sassy little think... aside tidbit kind of thing? Yeah i feel like it was that I-, I wondered if it was like the the thing about how children um always have more contact with like the beyond because they haven't like built up their kind of quote adult realism filters that like reject all of all of yeah, it yeah like they haven't so they're more open. their past goes yeah so. i just thought we would see it like develop a little bit more or something oh no it, it was just ancillary like background Children are open to these things. That's why Selden gets to be a character. I think Left
3: should be sent home post haste. I don't.
5: I don't get to see the the, the spellings of these things. Oh. So when I, whenever I see the jamaican written out, I'm wondering if maybe like people think that Six Duchies is barbarian and stupid just because they can't understand them. I don't know. It just doesn't. <laughs> you... Also. Like, because, I just mean, this... reading the previous books, it doesn't add up. Like, the technology doesn't seem that different. I just want all of Fitz's
6: dialogue to be written in this <laughs> dialect now, just so I can be really angry about it.
3: No, Fitz is a nice I... southern boy. He's, he's... Let, let's, let's from Georgia. Let's have it written out so
2: we can figure it out and actually figure out what the fuck this accent is. He's
3: from Georgia.
2: Mm, <laughs> he's, he's got that nice southern drawl. Georgia. Is that what it is? Yeah. He's yeah. a sugar baker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all on Hulu, and it's great. It's still good. I saw them Jemaine sales on the horizon. Uh, Jemaine. (laughs) On the horizon. I don't know what it's
3: supposed to be besides a southern drawl. My brain is not programmed to make that anything
2: else. Whenever Clef talks. I don't know. It's definitely not Scottish brogue via um historical romance novels. That's all I can say.
4: <laughs> I thought it was just um you know, oh girl from Pygmalion.
3: Oh. Like my fair, yeah,
4: lady. like well or my fair lady. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm Pygmalion. like the movie <laughs>
3: called Move Your Blooming Head. <laughs>
4: <laughs> just move your blooming Head. Like that really choppy kind of
6: but, like, when mm. Fitz encounters people from, like, Bingtown and such in later books, like, he doesn't think that they have a weird dialect. Well, Fitz is <laughs> upper class. Daria. Like, it's he's not very written sorry, that
4: way. You know.
1: Exactly. he's any other not really in his of
0: expertise. So, because Fitz is wit bonded to Nighteyes, does that mean the wolf opens its mouth and has a southern jaw? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: would not be mad at that. <laughs> how, I mean, how does that even come out in Wolves? Wolves ain't exactly. got no kings. <laughs> I
5: really don't It's poison. Put down that mint julep.
2: You guys, if you don't ever have... There, it's only the best <laughs> drink ever. Yeah. If you ever have a moment, watch a video
4: of South Carolina's governor, um, Henry McMaster... And listen to his accent. It is like that fucking uh Looney Tunes cartoon character. <laughs> I am like I'm not I'm not exaggerating at all. That is exactly how he talks. And whenever he holds press conferences for very important things like COVID or hurricanes, you're just like, What the fuck is happening right now?
3: <laughs> cartoon character is giving me advice. Sometimes it's really bad advice. Alright.
5: Go, Eli. Chapter (laughs) 32. Best transition. (laughs) Go. Alright, Chapter 32 An Ultimatum. On board Vivacia, Althea reluctantly goes at the ship's urging, despite her curiosity over the oncoming Jamalian fleet. At her old cabin, Althea finds herself waiting out the storm with Jack, Malta, the Satrap, and Wintrow. None of them, having read the book, they're all pissed at each other for the sides that they have chosen. When Costco eventually starts whining, Malta tries to placate him, and Wintro takes it for flirting and immediately flees. Cool scene. (laughs) Above deck, Kenneth contemplates ship strategy with a keen eye honed at many hours of Assassin's Creed.
1: He will use his
5: game genie to call down the serpents on the Jamalian final boss and beat the game. Vivacia cools his jets and explains that the game genie is disabled for the final boss That is, unless he will <laughs> promise to take the servants to their cocooning grounds uh, Kenneth does the only thing he has ever done, and he lies So, Wintro drops back in on Althea and co And tells them that the Jamelian sent over a boat to parlay And in response, Kenneth put his pale white buttocks over the side of the ship And saying that he's the <laughs> king of wishful thinking by Go West Everyone (laughs) criticized Costco for naming uh, Kennet as king And they all launch into depictions Of the adventures they've had Since they last saw each other In an effort to defend their idiotic actions So our favorite Vestrits And Jack catch up on what we already know And for some reason Nobody cares about Jack's adventures Costco takes a nap (laughs) Um, The important thing here is that Everybody decides that Kennet fucking sucks And he's got to go but uh, Althea says, not until Vivacious sees him for what he is. You can't play in shit and not get some on you. Quote by Jack That's towards Wintro. It's my favorite <laughs> part of the chapter. Because um, Wintro was uh, telling why he decided to follow Kennet, despite knowing that he's a piece of shit. Um. So up on deck, the serpents surge forward to attack the Jamalians. Most stay behind though, joining Team Kenneth fucking sucks. Uh the the Jamalians <laughs> launch rocks at the serpents, killing the sassy minstrel Tillor.
4: Which like unnecessary. Already, so yeah. Unnecessary.
5: All the serpents that were sulking in the back are now convinced that they have to fight and kill all of the Jamalians. And the snaky small snaky mob swarms the Jamalian fleet. For reasons beyond comprehension, Kennet orders Edda to come back in the middle of this crazy Tangle frenzy. Um of course, all these things are unimportant. For Tentaglia has returned, and she has found the serpents.
1: <laughs>
5: so, at Tentaglia's arrival, Tintaglia, the serpents immediately stop. <laughs> 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 uh... <laughs> uh, the serpents immediately stop their pointless attack and follow Tentaglia. Tentaglia drops her useless cargo into the sea, and off she goes <laughs> into the horizon. <laughs> Althea and Co. rush onto deck like they're following Tim Curry and Clue. Uh, equally hilarious, the Jamelian fleet, half destroyed by serpents, begins lumbering towards Kenneth's flu- ships again. Rain, drowning in the sea, is picked up by Edda on their way back to Vivacia.
4: I love Tintaglia being like, What? There's a serpent and then doing like a fast and furious style like one eighty in the car, just like spins it around like fucking bitches and the feet
3: feet out. <laughs> And she's like she's like two hundred and fifty feet is fine, right? And just drops it fast. <laughs>
4: Oh, Which is gosh. actually how a lot of humans treat bugs. Whenever we find bugs, we drop them from very high heights, just thinking like, eh, yeah, they'll make it. It's like, no, that's actually really far. <laughs> you should gently set them upon a surface.
3: <coughs> or fling them as hard as you can.
4: Or drop a book <sighs> on them. <sighs> um,
3: yeah, I feel like the serpent, I mean, the serpents have been kind of like in Hell's waiting room for a while. <laughs> Yeah. Just, like, waiting to do anything, so I'm happy that they're doing anything, but I am very sad for our minstrel serpent to yeah. war.
4: Yo, that yeah, show was that... fucked. That's like killing a dog in a movie. That didn't need to happen.
3: Agreed. Well, I have bad news for you about the serpent. <laughs> <laughs> Shh! No spoilers! There's God, a Rachel. lot of them, Ashley. Just shut it. <laughs> Just shut up! There's
0: a lot of them. <laughs> in <a> 17 bucks. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um it's going to be yeah, a mass
4: so... killing of serpents, I just know it.
5: He was definitely my favorite serpent though cuz he was a piece yeah. of That shit was your all favorite.
3: That was your favorite serpent was the
5: minstrel serpent. Of
3: course it was.
0: He was, was pure of heart. It,
5: it, was it was the one that was a piece of shit every time. The boss. He was so sassy. Useless.
2: Well, he was my second favorite serpent, but obviously Moby Dick is first in my say. heart.
5: Oh, he's Moby good G. too. The correct answer. He's is an that asshole. There is no I love him.
2: <laughs> I'm my own favorite serpent, Alyssa. I think that's. <laughs> you saw beautiful. that picture, didn't you? <laughs> uh, everybody saw that picture. <laughs> Robin Hobb saw that picture.
3: The real reason that Kenneth wanted Etta, because he was tired of Winter not anticipating his needs.
2: Okay, I don't know. I can't like, does, does, was it something like she has to do with his luck, maybe? Oh, okay. And he was like, "Oh shit, I need I need my luck back," and she's like his lucky charm or some something. He's like, everything was going
3: well, and then I sent Eda away. Yeah, okay. it, it yeah. seemed like
5: he was just like frustrated, and, and he was maybe used to Eda accomplishing all of his needs, and he was like, his needs were not being met right now.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, edda, edda was like managing his emotional experience for him, and he suddenly realized that had value. Oh, yeah,
6: what? weird how that
2: works <laughs> because
6: no one else gives a shit about him other than vivation. But also,
4: if I'm going to go into a battle, I want to have a really, really good
2: knife fighter next to me. So mm, that's true. true, and and she definitely would always have his back. Yeah. Well, meet, now,
3: right now she's just like, she hey, just someone dropped a lizard arms. man on me. I don't know what to do <laughs> with him.
2: I
4: love how long they're like, should we? Should we get him? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's drowning. He's should drowning. He looks him? like he's going to die Fuck any second now. Get oh, he's not dead? He's no surely way. he's going to die <laughs> right? any second He now. comes back up for like a 15th time and they're like, oh, still going. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh poor rain! Rain really has been through, and
4: he had on like eight hundred layers of clothes because it was cold.
2: So he's just getting like drugged down by all of his clothing, yeah, by all of his like skirts and veils, like a you know (laughs) eighteenth century woman. And so he clearly he's a very strong, well muscled young man that he could like fight the resistance. All of his ab muscles and the drag weight and like
5: mush by that point, being carried in the claws.
0: It's just atrophied. I can't wait for Kenneth to be jealous of the level of lace that Rain is on.
6: Right? right. Talking about all like gets discarded in the
0: water though. No, he'll grow more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he somehow managed. His veil comes up later though, so he definitely true, managed he to retain. He did the manage veil. to
4: keep the veil. How funny is that? You're fucking drowning in the ocean, I'm like, no, nah, I gotta keep that veil.
2: <laughs>
3: it's very important to him. Okay. <laughs> It's comforting to him. He's the opposite of he. You know, he's always got. He's got to have cloth touching his face at all times.
4: <laughs> he knew Malta was gonna see him. He had to. Cover he
3: would survive it. COVID. Maybe. Yeah, he he's, would. He's
0: my favorite never dude. <laughs> right?
3: he like a mask.
4: Awesome. <laughs> all these people complain about wearing a mask, and the Rainwilders Wilders have to wear veils all the time. They never complain.
3: Drowning in the ocean, masks. <laughs> <Got them> on. <laughs>
5: Hmm. <laughs> <Fantastic>. <laughs> the book side. Uh,
3: thank you for your community gif.
5: You're <laughs> welcome. Much. I could have done better, but I was uh running a little late with my <laughs> my reading.
4: I want community that is edited down to just being the Abed and Troy eclipse. Yeah, like, same. And nothing else.
3: Yeah. I just did that on my own with fast forward.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, do we, do we want to have any conversation about like all of the everyone telling their story and like the family finally like I don't know having some honest moments with each other. or It's like hey we shall listen and hear your story and maybe have a bit of empathy for you now.
5: That was really cool, but it's also like we already know all of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool that they had that moment, but it's like it's like okay, yeah, yeah.
3: Last I time kind of hated. Of I Dusty. kind of
4: hated that they had to like prove themselves to yeah.
5: each other. When
3: well, they're such a judgmental the, piece of crap family. So. They
2: are, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Say, look, at, look, at, like, look at who they're who they were though, like and how they kind of behaved to each other the whole time. Yeah,
4: yeah, for sure. I agree with that. Yeah. The so maybe maybe now they can times. finally
2: have some, like... I
4: mean, none of them really knew each
6: other, you know, prior, because yeah. Althea was always off on her ship. Wintro was at the monastery and then off with Kyle, and Malta was, you know,
2: Being doing her
6: own thing, and so I guess now they're like, hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> we yeah. all look alike, but uh, let's uh, find out about each other. And all of our growth journeys. By the way,
0: Seldon's a lizard. <laughs> Seldon is a great name for a lizard. If your lizard is named Seldon, send us a picture. Wait,
5: did they mention Seldon at one, at like a single moment? No, I don't think so. No. I just think they should no. have. Of course, of course. Well, they I didn't. think
2: presumably, presumably, Malta would have mentioned him, like that he was with her in Trehog. But that, like, she also wouldn't have known any updates because of when she, she doesn't crashed. know
6: about the the super growth journey. They'll need brain yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. Rain will be like. By the way, Salton's a
3: lizard. <laughs> also, so am I. We're all lizards now. So are and you? He just, everybody's
4: He lizard. just flicks his tongue at her.
1: Like, Hello. <laughs> this is a
0: gargoyles episode. Hot. <laughs>
3: uh, yep. Cool. I mean, I I don't. It's kind of a journey when you're like relieved that Tintaglia has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: well i mean for no other reason than that bitch was fucking they were flying forever and then it's like nope still nothing like, i know it's like right, how fast like, is like, the yeah i just <laughs> like, like the sheep
6: takes all the serpents and leaves and everyone's just like oh all right you, that would, that, that, that was that part was the best.
2: Like, without a fucking word, without even a word yeah. to the serpents, really, she was just like, We're going. And they're like, Yep, we I are. Love I love <laughs>
5: it. Like, she didn't bother with anybody. It's like, Peace. We're
3: gone. AMF. <laughs>
6: Drops this nuisance in her claws. Just like she's like right, shaking guys, him off. He's go. like trying
3: to hold on, and she's just like shaking her hand really hard to get him to. Malta's
5: within out. five thousand feet of me. Here, fuck off.
2: <laughs> she's on one of these. Ships. I told you, I'm to her. <laughs>
3: Poor he was probably sleeping at the time.
5: How low do you think right. I can drop you He <laughs> just wakes up you the survive? water. You know,
6: I don't think she cared. Do I? <laughs> <after> <laughs> all that time they'd spent hunting together. Do I have to get below three hundred feet slippers. to drop
5: you into the water, or is it two hundred feet? How how close do you think I have to get? I
4: think she
6: cares. She heard not. about the Wizard Wood Dream Box, and she was like, "I'm done with you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> We're done here, sir.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Meet the ocean. Bye."
3: <sighs> Happy birthday to the ground. <laughs> them, oh, rain. Raining down. Uh, <laughs> it's raining
6: Okay, chapter 33. Ship of Destiny. Look, it's the book title.
1: Ooh. Hooray!
6: Oh. Uh, <laughs> So everyone is staring at a very waterlogged rain on the deck of the Flavasia. Kenneth's not thrilled, but he's cancelled, so no one cares uh, what he thinks. (laughs) Or the fact that he's mocking Malta's head as she comes pushing by by him to get to rain. Uh, She asks if he's alive after Tintaglia unceremoniously dropped him into the ocean, and surprise, he is! And oh no, he might see Malta's quote-unquote scars, so of course she runs away when he calls out her name. Uh, everyone's confused, but there's no time for that because the gemellian ships are coming back and Kenneth decides he has the upper hand and is going to face them. Um, he tries to order Edda, who's back now, around to get everyone he needs to come to him. But first, Etta is like, now is the opportune time to tell Kenneth that I'm pregnant. And so she tells him, so and funny. then just, like, mic drops and walks away. <laughs> and <laughs> Kenneth is stunned and... The Charm Bracelet wants to know if Etta had a girl, if he would still name her Paragon. <laughs> uh, he also taunts him...
5: I love him.
6: <laughs> he also taunts him about destiny, because we have to get that tra- that book title in there, and uh, how everything is falling apart, and the Charm Bracelet can stay, because Ken is busy thinking about how the cycle be- must continue with this child, and he will have to hurt the child, and the Charm Bracelet is like, you poor, pathetic bastard. Which is true, except for the poor part, because I don't care. Um... The Jamalians are hailing them, and Kenneth yells at Jola to return their hail and to send over representatives to hear from the Satrap, who has been brought back on deck with Malta. He basically wants hostages. Um, Jack and Althea are then carrying rain down to Althea's room, and he's a bit worse for wear, asking if he really did find Malta. They tell him that he did, and of course he freaks out that she saw him without his veil, but Jack still thinks he's kind of hot, even with the scales. Althea's not quite so impressed, though. She's like, I would understand if Malta no longer wanted to marry
0: (laughs) Althea's (laughs) jealous she's losing her girlfriend.
6: Fortunately, she she doesn't express that out loud. Um, So while they go back up on deck, Rain broods, throws himself a pity party, and is convinced he's now going to grow old and die alone. It's his usual thing. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Malta is busy dreaming about Rain's pretty, pretty scales and his glowing eyes, all the while despairing about her own appearance because they're idiots. Uh, The satrap (laughs) is doing what he does best and complaining about the cold and standing, so Malta negotiates a chair and a heavier cloak for him. Which, of course, Rain is watching as she's, like, arranging him on the chair and wrapping the cloak around him, and she's like, oh, they're flirting, she's in love with him because he's pale and lordly, and, like, please, God, get him (laughs) Idiots. Um... (laughs) <laughs> meanwhile Althea still wants to kill Kenneth. I think she should get to uh, then we move on to the Jamelian ships are getting close and Kenneth thinks his plans are working but Malta sees that the situation is off and all of a sudden there's men leaping out to the deck uh, with blades in hand and Kennet's crew springing to meet them including Wintero with his knife which Malta is surprised by um, everything is basically really chaotic now I don't really know what's happening but um The the satrap demands that Malta protects him. Jack smashes his precious chair to make herself a weapon, and in the distance, Malta sees Paragon coming. So we jump over there. Amber is concerned, Brash is determined to get Althea back, and Paragon just wants Candace saved for him, which is gross. Back on the deck, Rain tries to save Malta, Malta tries to save Rain, the Satrap gets taken. Althea tries to save the Satrap, but Jack holds her back. Kenneth goes swinging over to the gemellian ship's deck to take back his hostage, knowing that he needs the Satrap, and honestly, they deserve each other. <laughs> the Jumelian ship then pulls away, and Vivacia decides they have to go after it. Paragon is already charging after Kenneth, and Althea and Jack are just thrilled to see that everyone is still alive, and they spur the crew to hurry up and join them. There's a lot that happens in this chapter.
1: <laughs> Breaking mm. his
6: chair.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he like, picks it
6: up and smashes it and like, here's a weapon
3: for you, and a weapon for you, and a weapon for you. <laughs> She's in charge of weapons. Brashen made her in charge. <laughs> I
2: true. forgot. Yes, she was. She take chief? that duty very seriously.
0: <laughs> Who is the ship of destiny? I don't Which one? I don't no, know. Motley.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. I no. It's Althea and Jack. Ah, <laughs> <shit>. mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> good ship. That good ship, Destiny. Yeah. Is that their ship name? Yeah. Yes. I
5: uh I I love hate all of the Malta rain. Oh no, she won't love me. I'm ugly. Oh no, won't love me. You know no, what? If you plucked this me, out I'm of ugly. like an adventure
3: fantasy novel with like a lot of action and just shoved it into like a character-driven romance novel, it would be so my shit, so much my shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, word. But in this context, this it's kind of movie. annoying. Yes. Yes. It's annoying, but it's also
6: hilarious. But it's also really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> But no. they've been doing it for three books. Like Rain is always just like I'm I will leader, die alone. Everybody's you know, dead. This leader, is terrible.
5: <laughs> oh, his I'm scales ready. look like shiny armor. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs>
6: his
3: eyes had a warm glow. Oh, like Spring Heeled I mean. Jack. I mean, you know what? I am actually really happy for Malta because she's a freak and she really wants like a glowy-eyed lizard man. But, I mean, she's, she's, she's getting one. It's just to live the furry dream. She is getting it, and she's a silly is, dream. Yeah. Like I guess that's like it's Malta and Bellatrix Lestrange, like. <laughs>
6: I just love that Rain thinks that she's into the satrap because he's pale and lordly. And pale and lordly? <laughs> what yeah, does lordly like, mean?
3: Like, weak? Like what does lordly, yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah. <Fast> lordly mean?
6: Lordly <laughs> means he needs to have her arrange him on a chair. <laughs>
3: he's a fussy <busted> stick. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and, and tuck his cloak around him like she's tucking him goodnight. He has
3: no muscles. He can barely move his own bones. <laughs> 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 like She Slowly. describes him
6: as like sickly and pale and, and Rain's just like he's so pale and beautiful and I'm so ugly and I'm just like please let me strangle you I'm just thinking
3: like okay but like if you're like chivalry or something and you're a lord there that's not what you look like Jamalia sucks
2: <laughs> <sighs> I mean I I, I, I had a lot of sympathy for Rain and Malta and I actually thought it was really sweet that they were both like doing it so both of them have like hung, kind of hung on to like the memory and the dream box and like the the hope and then like you know they, they're they back together and then it's like oh shit what if like like what if it's not real and what right. if they don't like me and because you know they honestly like when was the last time they had a conversation and how and how did it they go were they had like in bed together
5: yeah, yeah. Was, she, she was, was dancing with the hair. satrap and he was trying to plan well, out was revolution. brushing her hair
2: and then they had the the, the the nice, you know, thing in, in tr- the treehouse, and yeah. it was like, okay, maybe this is, like, gonna go somewhere good, but... but yeah, he
6: was brushing her hair, and she was like, I want to see your face without the veil, and he was like, not until you agree
3: to marry me, and then Which everything
6: sucks. Went.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> but yeah, but it's just like, you know... Well, it would have, have been th- anticlimactic if they had, like you know, found each yeah. other, swung each other around, made out on the, bo- bo- you know, deck of the boat amidst all this chaos, I think, like, this is probably a bit more realistic, that they're shy yeah. and unsure. I mean, yeah, their my have... favorite
6: part of the
2: chapters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure, <laughs> that, yeah. That they actually have, like, real hopes and, like, real emotions at stake, and so, like, therefore, actually admitting that is really vulnerable, and it's really scary, and they're like, I don't know how to do that, I'm not, ah... Uh it's sweet. I also I like, like that we have this grand romance like threaded yes, through yes. through
3: this this action fantasy because I I mean I know we get those types of romances in in other epic fantasy series but it doesn't tend to be it often doesn't tend to be this vulnerable so I do like
2: that. Yeah. Or this crazy sauce because like honestly <laughs> like when you think about like she's living the fucking dream like rain literally rode a goddamn dragon like he bargained <laughs> a dragon into going to find her and like yeah just they don't she have to tell all his the rescue. details
3: when they when they retell the story later like he's like and then yeah. i arrived
2: on a dragon
3: <laughs> yes exactly. i
2: got
6: dropped into the ocean and nearly drowned <laughs> no no but i made I it i <laughs> rode
2: a dragon to come and save yes, you much, like much better yeah and that's it's like that's an epic story like they except, they win except these as books.
6: they're bantering back and forth. Malta's like, I didn't need saving, but thanks
0: for coming anyway.
3: I've <laughs> negotiated a place for myself in the highest echelons of, of global <laughs> politics. But thank You're you. You're welcome. Swimming but to you get have me. Pretty scale. And your sorry, weird little road you. trip. <laughs>
2: Smell like seal fat. <laughs> it makes me happy to know that you valued me before I had this position. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and that you still love me, scales and all. Oh,
2: shiny scales. Well, we don't know that yet, do we? That's true. Sorry. <laughs> what? Spoilers. Jeez. She, she still
6: loves him scales and all. Yes,
2: yes, that's true. We do know that. Rain is definitely
3: going to think she's hideous. For sure. Oh, totally. <laughs> she is ill. <laughs> that seems like
4: him. All I could think about in this chapter was where the fuck was mother? Mother.
3: (laughs) Why is mother Mother. reading logs? Where's Where's mother? mother? How is is mother reading logs? (laughs) she's,
6: She's out loud. No, I think she's she was the ship and reading them and
4: and reading so them couldn't... at the same time. Oh, okay. I straight up figured she was reading it aloud, but because she was sitting on the ship doing it that he's like, yeah, I can get, I can understand it or she.
5: Yeah, or like it's does like does kind yeah. of like skilling. I guess. Well,
3: cuz she's not a lud look, so I didn't I wouldn't think that he would instantly have that kind of connection with her, but maybe Amber but he was helping. he loved her so
4: much.
5: Yeah. Or maybe he just really liked her. I don't know. Maybe they yeah. really got along, or
4: maybe he just not. She just nodded and smi- or he he. I forget which ship they're on. Paragon. <laughs> he just nodded and smiled the whole time because he was just so fucking happy to see her. And he's like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna let her babble on. Whatever." All
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, she really needs to do is put the books in like the place where the books go, and it's like, "Oh, my books disc. are back. I got my hard yeah. drive." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He just eats the books. <laughs> <laughs> I read, did it, really like that. We didn't
4: talk him. about it, but when Amber did his new face and there were scraps, he would just eat all of the scraps.
2: Yeah, they were so careful about it. He didn't lose any of his memories. Yeah. Yay! I noticed that's that why, detail, too. That's
6: why she made him an axe, because, you know, she had extra wood.
2: Mm-hmm. He's, but why orna- an axe? Ornamental axe. I hope... oh, don't interfere with my artistic vision. I, I <laughs> I, is that a clue to Amber's like history? Like, did her dude have an axe? So, yes. what 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 culture in this book runs around with with the men carrying axes? Is that like North, like the Mountain Kingdom? Close.
1: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> okay
4: cool I wonder...
2: like i won't be in spoiler section you guys can laugh then it's all good no oh. it's
4: like you're so much smarter than me that's my thing it's like you're so Elena. You're just so much smarter than me and more observant than me like
1: you...
3: yeah we had to like take a, we had to like beat ashley over the head a little bit in the episode that you weren't in yeah oh. for her to clue in on what's going on you're and just, you're like ninety percent of the way there Paragon's without having even read the book. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Paragon's broken nose and Amber being like, he's perfect. He's perfect with
3: his broken nose. Mm.
5: You could read like one more book and you'd get it.
3: His earring, yeah. I can't. I could can read you like three paragraphs. Yeah. And
5: you'd get it. You should. <laughs> you should
4: just sit in for the spoiler section. Yes,
2: you should. Is it Ketcherkin's brother? No. <laughs> Oh, you you
3: didn't finish that, did you?
2: Oh, no. <laughs> uh, spoiler. I guess not. I thought I did. I thought I finished the book. Oh, no, he, do- he does, doesn't he? <laughs> Aw, <Yeah>. R.I.P. <laughs> See, that's how much I remembered it.
3: <laughs> you are very close.
2: You are.
4: Yeah, gnarly close. See, it's like... Yeah, you're just a better <laughs> reader than I am. Just...
2: <laughs> I was I was an English major, so like, and, so literally, I was trained at this. If that helps.
3: Like, you want me to send you a picture? I can send you a picture.
4: A picture of Is what?
3: It... Is it a cosplay picture? No. <laughs> uh. You guys carry on. <laughs>
6: um, are we moving on to chapter 34 <laughs> or do we have anything else to say about thirty-four? well did again? we talk
4: about I mean I thought it was cute when Brashan jumped on the boat and was like ah and Elthi is just like oh there's my man out in the distance doing his thing fighting a yeah. good fight I look forward to them being actually able to speak to one another
3: me too. <laughs> I'm looking at stuff on the internet. Also, <laughs> are you sending?
4: the charm. So when the charm came about, I was like, that thing's fucking like cursed and creepy and evil and horrible and... I just don't trust it now at all. Now it's my favorite character. But now <laughs> the charm is like VIP. I, love I am it. very much on his side. <laughs> my
5: favorite character.
4: Calling <laughs> Kenneth out on his bullshittery. <laughs>
1: what so, did what,
2: just say? so what do we think the charm is? Is it like, you know, is that Kenneth's conscience? Is that like who he would have been if he had like not if if he didn't if he had healed instead of embracing like being he hadn't gone to the up dark up. I think
5: it's 180th yeah. of some dragon.
3: <laughs> I'm telling you it's he's going to change and become a very tiny dragon. I want him just to be like...
0: the ring's gold because so I can say the ring's gold's revenge. Which <laughs> sounds like a perfect <laughs> sentence. Or like
3: turquoise. a or just like a claw ring or something. I just like I hate that he is like, he's just like little Kenneth's face. It's not fair. Yeah, well. <laughs> you could transform into a
2: dragonfly. A dragonfly or like <laughs> a dragonfly. I mean, like, That's did... so cute. So here here's a question. Did anybody ever actually like d- did, did we dis- did we ever discuss whether it's actually a good likeness cuz I'm one, like I don't know, I'm thinking of like all the tattoos of people's faces that like that just generally doesn't end well.
3: So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was just some drunk guy in Divi Town, right? So yeah, yeah. It's exactly. just like a like smiley a, face a, emoji. Exactly. It's like
4: a smiley face, <laughs> and it's got two stick legs coming out of its circle. <laughs> oh
6: man, I don't think it has legs. I think it's just the face,
2: right? I think it was jazz? just a face with legs. <laughs> Maybe it's like the jazz hands face, where it's like it's, it's just the face, but it's got like the the tiny the hands little like, little tap shoes. <laughs> <laughs> little tap shoes.
4: Him awake
6: at night. I mean, can it be all the emojis? Is that how it like really communicates? It just changes. It's just the upside <laughs> no. down
0: smiley face emoji. Right now, sometimes he's just it, sometimes
6: it turns right side up. It just rotates, whether like depending on its mood. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's just a, a colon and a, a print. I like
5: the idea that it's just an emoji that you look down and you see an emoji and like, that's all you get out of like it. it. It's like a mood ring. Yeah. Yeah,
6: like 90% of the time oh, it's just oh, a What shit time is it emoji. pissed off It's fuck. Green tea. Say, <laughs> this, this mood is fuck you,
4: Kenneth.
6: And, uh, Octopus? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs>
5: right?
3: Salsa dancer. Ay, ay, ay. Shit emoji, what?
2: <laughs> Alright. Chapter 34, please, Elena. <laughs> Alright. Um, chapter 34, Rescues. Brashen is real mad that Paragon doesn't want to stop and let him rescue Althea, but as the ship points out, she's safe where she is, and Kennet isn't, and it's Kennet that Paragon feels impelled to rescue, so... Ludicrous speed! <laughs> Everyone else is into it. <laughs> Moby Dick is leaping about like a dolphin. Mother's playing king of the world, or would that be queen of the world? Amber's listening to the wind of their passage like it's music. She gets her chance to fool out when Brashen gives up and tells a ship to go satisfy whatever madness drives him once and for all. As we must all. Or no, as must we all, Amber agrees. I suppose this is the destiny you spoke of, Brashen grumps. Oh yes, indeed. And not just Paragon's. Mine, yours, and all the world's. Kenneth is mad that his luck has finally run out. He's sitting crutchless and weaponless on the Gemalian ship. Everyone uh, who followed him is dead, and he's babysitting the Satrap. He's real mad that Etta and Wintrow didn't jump across with him. They turned his luck. Obviously, assholes. He has to give the Satrap some hostage lessons. Look like the Satrap who can kill them, not a sniveling boy. Paragon yells for him, and he gets the Satrap to help him up. Oh, my God, is this, like, legit the first time the Satrap has done anything for, like, another character in the entire (laughs) series? (laughs) And sees the ghosts of his past coming up. Paragon, transfigured in death to a youth. His mother stood on the foredeck, her white hair streaming in the wind. She saw him. She reached a beseeching hand toward him. A golden goddess stood beside her. And a dead man commanded the crew. <laughs> Paragon demands the Jamalian ship yield Kennet to him, and Vivacia comes up on their other side, promising to take the Jamalian ship to the bottom if it doesn't yield. The ship runs into Paragon and starts crumpling against the Wizardwood. Vivacia pins its other side, and the Marietta and the Motley block the other Jamalian ships. So the captain yells out to kill them, orders of Lord Kriath. They are not to be taken alive. Hoo, whoops! Uh, Meanwhile, on Vivatia a few minutes in the past, (laughs) Malta gives exactly zero fucks about anything except getting to rain. Everyone's still fighting and rushing around and she's walking through it like a ghost through dead bodies and blood, hating herself for being so afraid of his rejection that she might have let him die without even a greeting. She has to heave a dead body off rain and then his blood-soaked body is still warm. Like Romeo and Juliet in the tomb, she hugs his body, declaring her love, taking one last and, in this case, also first look at his face, kissing him, despairing because her life had stopped here with rain had died, her youth, her beauty, her dreams. And then he opens his eyes. So she rips off his shirt, I mean, what else is a girl to do in this situation, and discovers that none of the blood is his. He's whole and sparkly enough to dazzle a jewelry maker. Ah. So when he figures out it's Malta with him, he looks at her brow and gets the shock of a lifetime. Malta kind of wants to die, but can't lie to him about anything anymore, so she lets him look at her weird head growth, and then he tells her the best news ever. Crowned. Crested like the ancient elderling queen in the old tapestries. Oh, my beauty, my lady, my queen. Tentaglia was right. You were the only one fit to mother such children as we shall make.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> That's a
1: lot. And yeah. Momma
3: legit has no yeah, idea what the fuck. She's fifteen. So. I'll remember.
2: <laughs> She just lived, like, ten years. She's, like, she's older than he is at this point.
3: <laughs> I think
4: she's still faking having a period, so they might need to slow the roll.
2: <laughs> uh, anyway, Malta legit has no idea what the fuck he means by any of that, except that he still thinks she's hot. Girl, never change. And is looking at her with joy she hadn't thought a man could feel. And the first thing he does is ask her to marry him. She wants to tell him all about her sordid adventures first, but Rain's like, the only thing I need to know is that I have you now. <gasps> Swoon. Um, so Althea is watching Gwintro Command Fivacea and realizing he's doing a good job, maybe better than she could, and ruminating on the fact that no one in her family had seen this potential in him, but somehow Kenneth had. Yeah. She wants to destroy Kenneth even more than she wants to kill him because what a big fraudulent. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> <laughs> oh, i'm not even drunk and that. i'm making myself laugh too hard <laughs> she wants to destroy Kenneth even more than she wants to kill him because what a big fraudulent turd he is <laughs> 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 everyone loves him and thinks he's so great when he very obviously isn't she she doesn't want to like hurt Vivacia and Wintro by making them see that but they need to see that uh worse she is uh worse and this is like my worst here. She's worried about what Brashen is going to think about her like rape and whether he's going to believe her or whether he's going to hate her for what someone else did to her or brush it aside in a way that she won't be able to forgive. And that part just made me so sad. Um, Vivesha crashes into the Jamalian ship and Althea and Jack are t- part of the boarding party slash rescue party and Jack is the best. Hey, uh, think if I save the Satrap, he'll marry me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she announces, oh shit, they're both down and covered in blood. So, back to Kennet, exactly where we left him. There's a lot of time jumps in this chapter. The captain's orders are followed without question, and one of the sailors stabs through him into the trap. Kennet can't believe his luck has come to this. He calls out for Paragon. The, chal- the charm tells him to hold on, to keep breathing. They're almost there. Then one of the other sailors stabs him again because he was too clearly still alive. <sighs> Darkness. What is the name Wintro. of this
3: hero? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wintro knows they are too late to save Kennet. Etta is calling out that he still breathes, but Wintro can see by the amount of blood and its color that Kennet's a goner, and the best they can do is bring him home to die. So they pick him up and start walking. The Satrap is underneath Kenneth. Jack bounds past Wintro and picks the Satrap up in her arms, then slings him over her shoulder <laughs> like every pale, weak-ass Satrap's biggest fantasy of a muscle-bound warrior goddess. Swoon! They get back to Vivacia, and she demands that he bring her Kennet. Althea and Jack are helping the Satrap, who's calling for Malta. Althea gets to hear Malta gush about rain before she takes over with the Satrap. Girl, never change. Uh, Althea and Jack head toward the figurehead, and she Althea happens to notice the wizard ro- wood on Vivacia is refusing to absorb Kennet's blood. Interesting, what could that mean? <gasps> We go to Etta. Kenneth is dying she and Wintrow are dragging him to Vivatia. He tells her to take the wizardwood charm and wear it always until she passes it to their son and will she na- and she will name him Paragon, won't she? Etta doesn't want to admit that he's not going to make it. But then Vivatia asks for him and lifts him up and calls for Paragon and Etta's like, what are you doing? Why would you give him to his enemy? And Vivatia's like, no, I'm giving to him, him to his family. You should go. You should go. And uh, so Paragon takes Kennet's body. And after a moment, his eyes finally open blue like Kennet's. His wizard wood absorbs all the blood. <laughs> the live ship holds the body very tenderly before laying it on the deck with Mother and then taking Etta across. So back to Kennet. For the longest goodbye to any character who has outlived their narrative relevance – Everyone else just gets dropped in the ocean. Bye. And like, here's Kenna. We Forever long. He's not really listening to Edda or Wintrow. Vibesha tells him to hold on. You need to go home. You're not mine. You never were. He can't believe that Paragon would take him back after all the things that he did to like try and kill Paragon multiple times. But then he's there in Paragon's arms and quote, someone who loved him said, don't fear. I have you now. I won't let you go. You will not be hurt anymore. Come back to me. Come home. And everything goes kind of silvery and then white, and Kenneth finally goes home. Good riddance.
4: <sighs> this is an eventful chapter.
2: Yeah. <laughs> So, you want to
4: attack by character? <laughs> like,
6: so you um, want to talk
2: about that highlighted thing? Now. Uh, <laughs> I want. I want to start with Kenneth before we do the fun stuff. Is that okay? <laughs> <Highlighter, it's not> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> um, yes.
3: Go ahead. Let's talk about Kenneth.
2: Okay, because I I actually had kind of um, so uh, I'm. Reading reading this in the way like um, it it kind of plays out on the page um, where we spend so much time with Kenneth and in in his emotional pain you know but then also like the peace um, of what happens with him going home and kind of getting absolution from Paragon um, it kind of made me feel like the like the whole story with Kenneth is probably meant to be like hob writing through something personal like i don't know maybe there was like some you know family cycles um maybe not hers maybe just something she witnessed but maybe hers and it was like trying to maybe write um a way to understanding of that of how somebody might keep perpetuating it and like unto the next generation and i don't think it was meant to be like excusing um, anything so much as trying to understand. Because there was just like, there was a weird tenderness to how she wrote all of that. It's
3: so tender and it's kind of obnoxious because it's like, how can someone be absolved when they never feel regret? (laughs) Yeah. There's no guilt to be absolved of. He's just a monster and then people love him anyway and it's kind of not fair. (laughs)
2: It's not fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I, like my my perspective on the character is that you you know you don't become somebody that atrocious unless you go through something that atrocious. But there are plenty of people who go through atrocious things and don't become that. Mm-hmm. Like they. They find a different way. They choose differently, and so all of his like stuff about oh the cycle will perpetuate and like I've become a monster. I'm going to have to abuse my child like that. Like no, dude, that's your own fucking like limited, self limiting belief. Like that. Oh, I mean, that's when like that's
3: like the moment you know Kenneth can't survive. Yeah. (laughs) Because, Because now he's not. He's in control of it, you know, and he's choosing it. Yeah. Yeah.
6: I mean, I, certainly, like, him giving all of his pain to Paragon and Paragon taking it, I mean, definitely had, I mean, obviously it had an effect, but, like, it's just, I don't know.
3: No, I think- that I don't want to absolve him of any I think of it. it's important for other reasons that we will get to in other books yes. about why that's not a great thing to do. Um, I think it goes back to something that Eli said in the last episode about, like, you know, you can't just abandon all of the bad things that you've gone through. Like, they help make you, and going through them is part of you. Um, Mm -hmm. You can't just put them in a ship and expect to have learned the lessons if you can't even remember those those feelings.
0: There isn't a single thing that Kenna has done that isn't selfish. Like, starting Mm -hmm. with that putting all of his all of himself into paragon or all of his pain there so that he can be rid of it and then from then on it's just selfishness
3: yeah and it's weird because it's like you know his mother is on the deck of paragon at the same time and i'm like is is the is all of this like absolution and and love paragon or is it you know bleeding over from his mother because like these are characters characteristics that i would expect of someone's mother right like that's, like, a biological drive to, like, love your child, even if they're a monster. But I also
6: think Kenneth, or, I think Paragon feels somewhat responsible for creating Kenneth because he, mm-hmm. he, yeah, sort of, like, took that pain away from him. I mean, I think it was, like, half his idea. Yeah. So it's sort of, like, I don't know, it's all a giant mess.
3: But you, Alyssa's right, though, because, like, Kennet didn't have to say yes to paragon no that's true and paragon was a child just like Kennet was essentially i mean we we have proof of that by the way that Vivasha acted for like the whole first book mm-hmm. yeah so it's like he kind of in a you know selfishly took advantage of this offering to
6: i mean be... he was also a child like yeah. it's like you know, like, I, I do have it's, sympathy for Child Kenneth. It's just that, like, obviously he didn't... Like, yeah. And we have plenty of characters that monster. have gone
3: through horrible things and did not turn into monsters, right? Right. I Normal. mean like Malta went through what through, was kind of like a monster child that became better you know uh you know Wintrow did not really he was kind of sliding there at the end but he didn't really become a terrible person and we have Fitz Fitz right. has Fitz been is through some number, yeah. fucking bullshit and is not a horrible monster so just a hermit.
5: I feel like there's like there's a pattern around Kennet of ignoring the bad uh like him putting his memories in the Paragon. Paragon really when he sees Kenneth all he sees is the child. Um Edda yeah. knows that he's a piece of shit but ignores that the bad parts. Wintro also knows he's a piece of shit, but ignores the bad parts. Kenneth <laughs> Kenneth it it's almost like Kenneth sees things in other places and he absorbs them into himself and is like, "This is this is what I am." But he ignores anything he has to, like he ignores any terrible things he has to do to get to the ends justify the means. But yeah, but it's like before uh, the little charm had mentioned that, "Oh yeah, you're you're repeating the cycle. You're Egrut." And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm nothing like Egrot And then here in this chapter, he's like, yeah, this is exactly how it has to be. Because I'm, I'm, I'm like Egrot. So, I mean, it's just, it's, yeah. there's a, like a ridiculous amount of denial happening on the part of everybody. Everybody surrounding him is.
6: The thing is, he is sort of, like, self-aware sometimes. Like, he does sort of know that, like, all his motivations are not, I mean, he's very well knows that all of his motivations are not what everybody else thinks. I mean, -hmm. it's just, I don't
3: know. What's enraging is that everyone makes excuses for him constantly, always. Yeah. And it's like the entire series. Yeah. And (laughs) you know, and and we have like one character, maybe two character, if you characters, if you count the charm that are like, you know, you're a piece of shit. Like you need to stop. And everyone else is just like, yeah, he's a piece of shit, but he does good things. He built a watchtower and, (laughs) He frees slaves, and it's, like, so fucking what? And it's so frustrating to see through this thread, through the whole thing, where everyone is constantly just making excuses for him. And, I mean, maybe that's uh, going back to our last episode and and the fact that, you know, we make excuses for behaviors that are not okay, that hurt people, and that perpetuate violence. Um, And we still – we don't, like, exile these people from our society, right? Like, Mm we –
5: and maybe part of it is the fact that like a large percentage of people are legitimately fooled. Like, like all the people he saved, they think he's like the the bomb. He's he saved them, right? And and there are numerous instances where he he does something and people misinterpret it. Um, I mean, Sorkor is a pretty good example of that. <laughs> but like well, it so happens all the like time it happens constantly
3: <laughs> yeah yeah you're right it's just it's 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 just infuriating how he just gets away with it and even the people who should know better try so hard for him carrying body carrying his body around getting him back to the paragon's like just throw his throw him overboard and forget it like <laughs> I, no, I don't know maybe I'm i also
6: hate to... that he like you know, it's like, he does, like, trying to save the Trap, but it's like, he's only trying to save the Trap because he wants a hostage so Yeah, can he can have wants all to the things, paid. like, the king, and it's like, it's not like he's doing it out of the goodness of his heart, not that the Trap deserves it anyway, because he's also a horrible person, but, you know.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> <It's just laughs> but like, yeah, but there's the nothing but self-interest in the uh, in the trying to save him. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it, it is frustrating that we, but like all of these chapters kind of end with this point of view of Kenneth, and we're supposed to, I, I it just, I, I don't know. I think it was a mistake. It's a mistake. I don't feel for this character anymore. I don't care.
6: No, like immediately after chapter 26, you're just like, I'm done.
3: Done with him. And then it's yeah. like,
6: you got to deal with him running around, like doing things. I'm like, I don't care about anything that you care about anymore in any way. And like, you know, even, like, all this care and, like, trying to get him back to his family ship so that he can die on the ship, it's just like,
3: it's
6: just, I don't like, want I don't... him
3: skulking around inside of Paragon. Like, <laughs> no.
6: But, like, I don't, I just, I don't care that he, like, I don't like that he's getting all of this care taken for him.
3: Yes. Everyone just takes care of him all the time. It sucks.
6: Do we get Amber's reaction to the blue eyes in this? No, it's in the next section. The next section okay. <laughs>
3: To the blue eyes white dragon all right let's move on to our
2: every episode prompts no let's no. move on to the fun stuff in this chapter <laughs> we didn't talk about malta and rain <laughs> uh what else was in the chapter uh let me go back to my own summary because there, there, yeah. there was some swooning yeah there's a lot of swooning like jack and jack and the say trap like i love I mean, that part that part that cracked my shit up. Where she's just like, <laughs> like, just picks him up and like slings him over his shoulder, like, got him. <laughs> um, I
6: but did yeah, enjoy no. The monster rain part with his whole crowned part, not so much the children part. But, you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
6: it's just funny because, like, you know, reading the the description that she, you know. Gives for her scar, like I don't think of it as this, like you know, crest dragon crest. I found really good
3: fan thing. art. I'm gonna send it to the group. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, I've I've I was env- a bunch of it, I but, was
4: envisioning yeah. it as like kind of like a wavy, like coral kind of situation. So it's like not that far off from what I was. I envisioning. think I
6: just didn't. I didn't picture it like you know going back into her
3: into head her like hair a line. mohawk.
6: I mean, I know it mentions her hairline, but I feel like Ooh. when she, sometimes when she talks about it, it sounds like it's just, like, going, like, horizontal across her forehead, I think is what I initially pictured it as, and so I was just like, what the hell?
4: But yeah. No, it's, She's it's, got a little rooster's crown. Yeah.
3: It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, because they talk chicken, about, chicken like, waddle. chicken waddle, and I was like, oh, it's floppy, yeah. gross, like, cartilage, <laughs> but then it's hot. like, no, it's, yeah,
2: they know. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, it's hot. It's, well, it's I mean, sad. you know, there's no there's no accounting for taste and like, you know, uh, um sometimes sexual proclivities can get set like with the just Science. the just right exposure at just the right age and you know, Rain was running around looking at tapestries in the <laughs> you know, city <laughs> at just that right age. So, now oh, it's like hard. I've seen Horny Literally, his girls. every fantasy has come to life. Like I don't know, <laughs> and really, like that's kind of irresistible if I a like man looks at you red, and though. your chicken waddle and says that's yeah, the hottest thing I've ever seen.
3: I think it's weird that it's red because I'm like, but Tentaglia is not red. <laughs> like, shouldn't it be blue? If it's like she, what, whose dragon is she friends Captain with? Red.
2: Ooh! <laughs> uh... Oh wow! That actually does kind of make it look cool. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah
3: I feel like we could have yeah I feel like we could have like thought of like a cool like lizard dinosaur crest like Star Trek alien thing on our own but like Hob went so hard on the chicken wattle cartilage <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, it, just, it didn't sound good but I guess she needs to think it
2: looked hideous right because you can only feel
3: it it feels disgusting but it looks amazing
2: <laughs> or or maybe it's only maybe it only felt disgusting like while it was formative and like maybe you know maybe like when it's into mm-hmm, yeah when it's fully like us. um formed it, it becomes a little more right it's of like a pleasing a tex- big, tex- texture gross <laughs>
3: scab <laughs> at first
5: excellent That's
3: hard. excellent
4: well him. i'm glad that they both think each other is hot
3: in their own distinct ways mm-hmm. yes. um so every episode prompts this be my crew character introductions and exits well goodbye Kenneth. i guess goodbye.
4: yeah i mean we'll wait and see maybe he's gonna
0: pop we'll wait back and up see. <laughs>
3: um yeah i don't is that that's Is that really that's that's everybody uh, I guess by by Talor and yeah yeah we didn't lose any other there was another there was a second was...
4: serpent but uh, we didn't know the, who it a, was a
3: nameless one X marks the spot where the heck are we somewhere on the way to Divy Town. I know I really thought like everybody was like, We're going to Divi Town. I was
6: like, wow, we're gonna have this big climax at Divi Town. <laughs> like, oh no, we're just in the middle of the fucking. No, ocean. this
3: is like Pirates of the Caribbean, like like just water, CGI water. <laughs> <laughs> CGI Dragons. CGI... <laughs> uh What a Tangle, What are the Serpents doing? Well Getting the
4: fuck out of there.
5: Yeah. Peace bitches. Yeah,
3: Following gosh. Tintaglia. Team
5: Serpent, yay. And
3: follow the leader. Tintaglia better not be tired, right? Yeah, what are they gonna
6: do when she needs to the like? The serpents are really
4: tired. Yeah, I'm more every... worried about the serpents. The serpents were all on death's door. They could barely even <laughs> function. They were so hungry. So they're, they're all like, like gonna standard. have to really
3: fish in a fish tank. Yeah, they're gonna
4: Is have to gonna rally. The serpents
5: was like described as being like half shed. Like the skid was just no. hanging off.
4: Yeah, <laughs> maybe she can like hunt and give them animals and herself animals. That's a lot
2: of hunting. I don't
5: know. Get some get some she walruses can, for everybody. She,
2: yeah, yeah. She well, she she can drive the uh, the sea bears or whatever they they're calling them mm-hmm. into the ocean off of their like rocky beach because they'll see her coming and run and then the serpents can be like there waiting with like open like you know, yeah like dolphins. Jaws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um <laughs> <the ship. laughs>
0: anyway on the farm animal noises podcast we'll the
3: same thing. uh what a tangle oh no we did that one uh the, ship the ships talk. talk what did we learn about live ships in this section uh what
4: was with the blood bubbling up and not being absorbed
3: it was, just wasn't vivacious it, vivacious yeah. was resisting it it wasn't hers he needed mm-hmm. to go to she Paragon. Would, yeah. she,
4: oh, so she only absorbs the blood of certain people? I thought she could... Ab- I feel like...
3: Paragon absorbed like...
4: the blood from lots of people who were butchered on him.
3: Yeah, but she's like more, more dragon-y than Paragon, right? So maybe she has more yeah. control over herself. Well,
6: because well, she did... couldn't do it before, but now she Didn't can. Didn't she eventually
5: yeah. absorb it?
3: No. No. She picked it up and flicked it at Paragon <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Ew. Just, like, not at all what Rachel would just, have personally like, done this, Like
6: weird like <laughs> Kennet relay and that he's like the baton Hot with potato. their potato. <laughs> but they commented <laughs> they about the blood him. they
4: commented about the blood bubbling up before they commented like it, hap- it was brought up twice and when it was brought up the first time it was just like the blood of all of the people that were on the deck not Kenneth specifically
3: Right, she didn't want to absorb any of those people. She's done doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, Seems yes. like she can control it now. Um, and yeah, I don't. I guess. I guess Paragon's technically a Ludluck because he's got those blue eyes now. Blue,
6: blue
5: eyes. Blue eyes. Not as blue as Tintaglia. <laughs> oh, Never man. be as blue as Tintaglia
0: nothing is as blue as as that it.
5: silk fucking sucks not as blue
0: <laughs> <laughs> welcoming special
3: guest selden <laughs> uh is this the patriarchy misogyny capitalism slavery and fashions from gemellia i do not think that the patriarch that the patriarchy has been defeated no but i think we may have it on the also
4: plan. i would just like to say that early on in this series We had somebody comment about how Jamalia was so great and so wonderful and the epitome of whatever city should aspire to be. I have yet to see a single example anywhere in these three books that supports that theory.
6: I think it was that before Chalcedon got a hold of Jamalia, it was the perfect place, but... We were still supposed to have learned about how it was the perfect
4: place before. Right, exactly. That, like, it's so. been a fucking On both shithole counts, since the day I started reading, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also,
4: i not it's particularly well-described becomes. shithole.
2: Like, that's the other thing. It's like, we, we see the Satrap, and, like, we learn about his quaint conventions with yeah. heart companions. And then we see the slave market and we learn about their quaint conventions with like tattooing people's faces and selling other humans <laughs> into bondage. Um, some of them Sounds for like great. debts that weren't even theirs. Like, oh, oh yeah. you're an actor in the troupe and the manager sucks. Uh, too bad. You're all you're all going to you're all going to slavery yeah. now. Like,
5: Honestly, all I'm hearing is about how great it used to be. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah definitely those were the days um anything else that we want to hit before we go to spoiler section without elena no are you gonna stay no she should stay right? for the
6: beginnings just so we can tell her
2: um i'm okay so rachel sent me uh, a picture <laughs> and now i have a theory <laughs> oh. <laughs> so elena will be joining us in spoiler what,
4: section. what is rachel this
5: all okay. always <laughs> what
2: god you're such I'm a sorry. spoilery little bia okay well okay so the picture you sent me like folds into the do we do an outro or yeah or, yes, or yes. First? let me do that okay let me do that. Yeah. all right
3: uh you can email us uh fan messages for jessica's hit single dragons can't wear skinny jeans at uh, buckkeepradio at gmail.com uh you can find me on the internet at darth rachel and darth underscore rachel on instagram
0: my name is Alyssa. You can find me at com. From there, you can contact me and I will draw Althea and Jack for you for a small fee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Jenny.
6: And you can find me at Facespray on Instagram. And if you go to Jen Snow on Redbubble, you can now get Bucky Radio shirts and on all other things, including shower curtains. In- <laughs> 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 Hell yeah! <laughs>
5: My name is Eli, and you can find me at Chewy Bread Cosplay on Instagram.
2: I'm Elena, you can find me at Moff Elena.
4: And I'm Ashley, and you can find my distinct lack of content at Ladybird Parker on Instagram.
2: <laughs> I didn't
3: do the outro, so now I have to do no, the you outro.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you make it so hard on yourself.
3: It's because I drank a whole lot of rum. Yay. Okay, Yay. Yo ho ho. Uh, me hearty. <laughs> While you do this outro, <laughs> I'm going to grab another beer. Okay. <laughs> so, so reminder for next reading section, we will be doing our last section of Ship of Destiny. So we're going to do six chapters. That's really Five and an epilogue. Chapters 35 through 40. It could also be labeled the epilogue, depending on your version. We do have content warnings. Uh, basically, there's a content warning on everything for people speaking <laughs> fondly of Kennet, which I is way too much uh we have content <laughs> warnings on chapter 35 for assault related trauma chapter 36 for assault related trauma mm-hmm. and some straight up ptsd on althea's part chapter 37 more assault ptsd two scenes involving sexual advances that trigger althea chapter 39 more trauma for althea discussion Jesus of her rape Christ. and you from- memories Jesus. for paragon
0: so there's no good chapter to read
2: fuck this shit you can read the epilogue the epilogue epilogue with the serpents there's there's a
6: there's a scene that i'm assuming rachel read. yes which (laughs) i will be
3: acting out (laughs) uh yeah
6: (laughs) okay so spoiler section
3: all right next up is spoiler section
2: Mine out is Amber the same fool and not like the same class of person? And you're so yes. much like. Is that the theory? oh my
4: god? <laughs> you didn't even read all of the fucking books and you got it. <laughs>
6: Heck yes! But do you know who the ship is?
3: Um, I don't, Paragon. I don't know who the looks ship like. is. So who did you don't know who Paragons?
2: Really? Who is Paragons? You don't know where Paragons face? face? Oh,
4: you mean the face? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That I figured out. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the face of the man she loves with the broken nose who carries an axe. Mm-hmm. So the picture Rachel sent me is like a dude in an axe looking sad with a, with a dog or a wolf. Well,
0: well, <laughs> with a dog.
2: I'm like, oh, that's clearly right. fits yeah. the night
5: yeah. eyes. So, so my like,
4: last week I suspected that Amber was the fool because she had a line, and we don't get a lot of dialogue from Amber. She had a line saying that she had been called a fool as often as she had been called There's a prophet There's a ton of those lines, by the way. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, but they had been like hounding me about Amber. So I was like super magnifying every fucking word that came out of her mouth. And I was like, oh, that. Mm-hmm. And then um, what was the other thing that really,
3: maybe that uh, was The it? carving skills.
4: Oh, the carving skills. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, the fool was carving, which you probably didn't read about at the point that you got to in the books. And also that I, like, my gut instinct was to really hate The Fool when I was reading the original series, and that I also really hated Amber (laughs) when I was
2: reading the series. So, then... Yeah, I remember. You're like, I don't know, this Amber, she's kind of shady. I don't don't know what to think. I don't like like her.
4: So then I I start reading chapter 30, this go-round, and, like, within, like, uh, two pages, I'm like, okay, it's definitely The Fool. Because she <laughs> carves him the earring, the net earring with the blue stone in it, which is yep. the Britch's family earring that he acquired through Patience.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
4: And then yeah, the you totally ear. caught the... For the gay ear. Yeah, for, for the gay ear. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and then like she's carving his face and it's got the broken nose and everything. So I'm like, oh my God, she's fucking making his face look like Fitz. <laughs> And then <laughs> okay, I figured out okay. the fucking gloves because of the skill finger. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she was wearing the gloves to protect the skill finger.
1: Oh. You, you got it,
6: I you got the, it. Can I point out the bluish spot on Malta's neck? But
4: Elena fucking crushed it because she had,
3: like, had had nowhere close to She's to
5: missing two books. She's like, yeah. they <laughs> keep saying the
3: word fool. So I think that maybe Amber's a fool. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, well, that's the thing is, well, not the fool, but, like, a fool. Like, is there a class of person in this world that are, like, you know, sort of weird, I'm not steer, answering that. you they're, know,
1: they're...
3: Not answering fool type. <laughs> and, like,
2: that that has come up, though, in general discussion. So I, I just assumed it was common knowledge that Amber is in that class of person. It had not occurred to me that Amber was, like, the same fool. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think it's supposed so, to until this moment, really.
2: Hmm. Yeah, so n- so now, like, we have the question: which which which, um, which drag is the fool like slaying like a fucking boss?
5: Mm. I like the uh, the particular quote from what is it? What chapter is it? Uh, chapter thirty four, Elena's chapter. Uh, a golden goddess stood beside her, and a dead man <laughs> commanded the crew. <laughs> I thought that was good.
6: Everybody else is like Amber is like hideous, and Kenneth's like. Goddess, I'm like. Well, that's <laughs> the one thing in your. <laughs> well, he, like, he, well, remember,
3: he <laughs> thought Etta was beautiful, and Etta's supposed to be like tall and thin and not like bodacious. That's true. So, that's
4: so true. I have a confusion about yeah. the fool, though, because in the books it was always like, is it a boy or is it a girl? And obviously, like she presents herself as a she in this series, but like, I I would assume that the fool is just gender fluid, right? But we still don't technically like have affirm like confirmation of that.
3: This is yeah, this is <laughs> Wow, the beginning of this discord.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I don't yeah. We, could, yeah. we could we could we're gonna have to do an episode. I don't, we'll don't I don't do know this if this you you
5: recognize like maybe fifteen chapters ago I maybe let loose on this accidentally in the middle of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: no, I didn't.
5: I do because yeah, I, was I had like, to that. Whatever edit it. I was the like, fool is <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm like, oh, damn it. Damn it, Eli.
5: Eli, shut the fuck (laughs) up.
0: (laughs) And somebody who wrote all these refuses.
3: I mean, we are definitely going to talk about this later. But, yes. That is a good question. Uh, Mm -hmm.
4: I'm just really (laughs) glad to have my answer about the gloves. You know, because it was bugging me from the Mm get-go.
2: Why is this bitch wearing these gloves? I don't get it. I don't like she it. She doesn't want to know where <laughs> it's not normal.
4: Every molecule originated.
0: Yep. Phalanges off limits. Dancing
3: phalanges. <laughs> That's what I like to say.
5: <laughs> yeah, I think I think so, gender fluid is straight on. The
3: yeah, I think gender fluid is a. Yes. I'm I'm a, I'm on that interpretation interpretation. Mm-hmm. I support it. Yeah, I mean, I'm down with it.
2: So what's Fitz gonna think if a paragon ever wanders up to the sea mm. mm. That is a really good question. <laughs>
5: I guess we'll find out in eight or so books. Oh, really?
3: Look, this is uh this is not a, a, a series of novels that will give you answers quickly. No. But... No.
5: Or any answers, really.
6: Eventually you'll get some of them.
3: And then you can argue about the rest for eternity. Yes. <laughs> it's you No, know,
0: If there's one thing to say about these books, it made me feel content for the scraps I am given. <laughs> so I have these little scraps.
3: I'm just really proud of you. Um, our listeners are very excited.
6: Yes, my friend, my friend, Hannah, who I, uh, uh told about your struggles to figure this out. I was very proud of you as well when I
4: told her. Did I really struggle? Was it a struggle? Okay, it was, was gonna... our struggles. It was
6: it our was struggle right?
5: to do it. was mainly our struggle.
4: <laughs> it was Rachel
6: We Texas got a lot, we like, got
5: a lot of tortured. mail about how we were leading too much.
4: <laughs> I mean, so th- we got that one email that one time about the guy who was like, they lead the new readers too much. And like, hardcore, you guys led me too much on this. But... <laughs> Well, well you know what? All right I can't For this deal one. with
3: this for f- how many ever I couldn't I had to I had to do it.
4: But that's what you signed up for, Rachel. You signed up. It's your notes that are like no
0: spoilers.
4: Asterisk asterisk asterisk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that you were
3: supposed to get it. You're supposed now. to. This is canonically Well, no, the time. but I just
0: meant
4: you guys started on this train a while ago. Well, you
6: know the the line you mentioned we're about about her saying the word fool. Like she says that, that right. said That's many like, times. Like She says previously. it like four <laughs>
3: times at least, yeah. So every time it happened we're like oh, and, and then we happens. would just move right by
6: it. <laughs> yeah. And every or time, time it text happened <laughs> Rachel would be like this line.
3: <laughs> every t- yeah, and every time it happened we would whoever was doing that chapter would put it in the chapter summary and you guys would not take that bait you just move on no
2: <laughs> talk about greg
3: <laughs> talk about greg
2: <laughs> yeah whatever happened to greg do we do we do we find out whether greg we we Eky? have
4: six Who's chapters greg? to figure Who's out Eky? how the river's going if the serpents are gonna make it what Let the fuck is say, going it, on with yeah, Selden? It's we summarized very
0: quickly.
5: We've got like forty three <laughs> words left to to finish yeah. this book. These so. bitches
4: have to get all the way back from where they are close to Divi Town back to Bingtown and or exactly. the Rain Wilds. Like there's
2: Yeah, we have to we have to figure out is there an actual kingdom of the uh, of the Pirate Isles and who's gonna rule it and like who you know. I don't hey, know Ashley. How did, ending, how did the
3: ending how did the lot? ending of the last trilogy go for you? <laughs> I was dissatisfied. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I still had questions, so really looking forward to this one.
1: <laughs>
4: I will say I don't have as many questions after this one. I don't think I do either. I just like This one is just like, I know that there are a lot of loose ends to be tied up, but there's not as many question marks of like big burning, of like giant theory type things. Like with the forged ones, we're like, oh, how the fuck are they forged? What is this shit? And then they're like, oh yeah, and then there's this big stone and it just memory wiped them and it's everything. It's cool, just go with it. Which was fucking hella obnoxious. You will find
5: out more. Now we know it's just art, you know? It's It's just art. art. They just make art and it's dragons and they kill themselves to make dragons. Cool.
0: Who among us has not?
3: (laughs) All right. Well, that was a very satisfying uh, spoiler filled spoiler section. You know, I found out Amber was cool
4: When Robin started providing the very blatant treats and I ate them up, and it is what it is.
3: It's exciting.
2: There's more to come
3: very exciting
2: oh god well now I'm a little more interested in going back to Fitz so uh, alright well I guess we will all talk
3: next week when we finish Ship of Destiny and Ashley will get all of her answers will I? no
2: <laughs> <laughs> tune in next week to find out alright <laughs> you guys bye bye, bye. bye. bye.